Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. The Art of Money. As you, the Art of Money. You know, it's so funny because, you know, I, I grew up, I'm the 15th of 17 kids. So you're growing up in Fort Lauderdale. And, and, and it was, you know, we had nothing. I'm talking about nothing, nothing. I always tell people, man, we were so poor. And, and I do know that the correct word is poor. But we were so poor, we couldn't afford the other or in the R. You just say, hey, we poor. That was it. You know what I mean? You left it at that. A true rags to riches story here this week on The Art of Money. Welcome in here with Art McPherson. I'm Jennifer Perry. And we have none other than Michael Irvin on today's show. Of course, college football fans will remember him from his days at Miami. Then he went on to a very successful career with the Dallas Cowboys. And today he's going to help us maybe find our purpose, especially if you're entering a new phase in your life. We're going to hear the lessons coming up from him in just a moment. But we were able to catch up with Michael out in L.A. where we attended a great charity event. All right, I'm going to guess that we probably talked to 20 plus athletes over the course of two days, uh, both on the red carpet and one-on-one interviews. And one of the common themes that we heard over those two days, when you ask people, okay, what did you go and do first when you got that first big pro athlete paycheck? And I think almost every single one of them answered in a certain way. Do you remember what that was? Yep. Bought a house for my mom. Yep. Isn't that interesting? How all these guys, you know, that they look to mom first. Yeah. Well, if you look at like guys like Michael Irvin and you kind of listen to what he said, he said, we were so po. And he said, and I say po on purpose because we didn't have enough money for the O-R. You know, that's just pretty funny. You know, yeah. when you realize how any he was one of 17 kids, I believe. So yeah. and I think he was the 15th. You know, so you're talking about a huge family. Yes. And, you know, I'm sure when you're growing up in that environment and you don't have, first of all, you don't realize you're poor. Right. You know, yeah. or you how just, poor you are. Yeah. It's just your normal. Mm-hmm. But then as he gets successful and, you know, he gets out there and starts to make money, I'm sure his first priority is just take care of his mom and it makes sure, you know, that she has a beautiful place to live now where mm-hmm. she's always grown up in an area that's always been you know, a bad area or underprivileged area and just putting her and setting her in a right situation. I'm sure that's why all those guys said that initially. So it doesn't surprise me. Well, listening to this conversation too, you can figure out how Michael went from Poe, as he described it, (laughs) to NFL superstar with the Cowboys. And uh, let's listen in on that conversation and get fired up here. Well, Michael, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me, buddy enjoyed watching you play football. I think you brought a level of showmanship to the game. You know, you're kind of a larger-than-life personality. (laughs) Um, But I did not enjoy watching you dominate FSU when you were at Kane because you guys, oh, they were unbelievable games. games. They always broke my heart. Yeah, well, for a few years. And you had a big part (laughs) of that a lot of times. For a few years, we, we, we did. Right, it was some tough games, man. Fuller State, and those were great battles. People on just didn't know we're so much talent in that area, oh, and, yeah. it, and and coming up, especially at that time, and you know, between Miami, Florida State, and the University of Florida, and those in-state rivalries and battles were were epic. They were epic. Yeah. They were some of the greatest football games I've ever played in. Well, you started the comments that the football kind of 
mentality, you started the game of the century, you know, is what they started calling those games. And right, right, that, right. Know, those those game, they, they were game of the games of the century. I, at one of those games, I mean, I think we had like 15 first round draft picks in, in playing in the game at that time. And, and, Unbelievable. and, and it was it was. It was, it was incredible. <laughs> it was incredible. And, and, and man, I mean, and, and, of course, you guys were up the whole game, like 19-3. Yeah, the whole game. Yeah, the whole Until game. Until you catch an 87-yard pass. Well, first I caught a 35-yard touchdown. <laughs> and then I came back and won the game with a 73-yard yeah, touchdown. Okay, I knew it in was, the game. Yes. Right? I remember. Broke yeah, our hearts. We were down 19-3 at Dion. It was like, man, this game over, Mike. I said, no, no, I don't think so, buddy. We still got, we still fighting this game, man. That was a great game, man. Because we really felt like in that game, whoever wins this game will win the t- national championship. Oh, yeah, and, and, absolutely. And we we didn't end up winning that championship, but Florida State was stacked that year. It well, was stacked. It either ran through you or it ran through us. You know, it state of Florida kind of controlled. Yeah. We dominated, um, right. you know, who got to play. You know, whoever right. won that game right. was who dictated who got to play for the championship game. Uh, it, was, it was incredible. I can only imagine if we had one school in Florida that gotten all that talent, I guess we would be, I guess, like Alabama right now. Because <laughs> Alabama's running it right now, Ooh, doing a great Clemson job. Clemson looks really good for the ACC. I, I love Dabo, man. I spent a lot of time with him over at the draft, man, and you are right. He, he, he's taking those kids, and they love them. Yeah. They love them. I always tell people to see this. Football teams and organizations don't win championships. Football families do. Correct. Football families do. And he's made it a football family. The road to a championship isn't paved smoothly. It's always paved with the peaks and valleys, and plenty of people handle the peaks, but the valleys – Tears a team, a organization apart, but brings a family closer together. And Dabble has he's corralled that, and he understands that, and and that's how they've gotten over on Alabama in the last couple of years. Well, you said something. I've heard you say this before, and it kind of caught my interest a little bit. You said the game was the easy part because of what we did in practice. So, right. explain to me a little bit about what Miami football was all about when you guys were practicing, so the game became easy. Right. You know, we always would talk about each day we got to challenge ourselves. I mean, you, you got to go challenge yourself to be the best. And if everybody's challenging themselves, you challenge yourself, I'm challenging myself, it's going to bring about, even in practice, a natural competition. Right. A natural competition, which was great. I mean, we, we, we competed. We competed hard in practice. We competed hard in workouts. We wanted to win. And when we come together on Saturdays to play games, it was like, man, dude, you know, this is nothing right here. This is easy. After what we put through all week. And Jimmy Johnson was a great motivator, and he didn't mind using fear as a motivator. <laughs> and we, if we had bad practices, he would call us up and say, hey, guys, listen, a lot of you guys around here, I'm not seeing real hustle. He said, I know you've been telling everybody you called home, called your mom and dad, I got a four-year scholarship. You were all happy. You had a four-year scholarship. He said, but I'm going to tell you something. You didn't read that fine print. Because the fine print tells you those scholarships are one-year renewable. And if we don't get better practices out here, I will bring back none of your Man, you talk about some practices. Oh, my God. Now, we one just year a, renewable. Right, right. One year renewable. And remember now, we're just a bunch of, we all the broke dudes from Fort Lauderdale right. and all Absolutely. around Florida Absolutely. that they finally brought to Miami. 
man, we had some incredible practices, man. By the time we got the game, they were like, dude, we so sorry this is about to happen to you. <laughs> there is nothing you can do about it. You but already yeah, knew you were overprepared. Yeah. You guys had we fought worked. hard yeah. and, yes. and been warriors yes. through the week, and yeah. it was just time to showcase. And, and that's the way it worked. And I try to tell young guys now, listen, there's a process to getting to the prize. Right. Everybody wants to wake up in the prize. I said, this is not Christmas, buddy. This is not gift giving. No. This is only chips earned. You, it's not a given. This must be earned. And there's a process to getting to that prize. And that hard work in the week is part of the process that you have to put in. Well, you've said a couple of things that are very pertinent to what we do. You know, retirement planning, this is not Christmas. You know, there's a process to making sure that your money lasts right. for 25, 30 years. Right. And you got a lot of valleys. And valley times, like you said, causes a team to separate or to draw in, you know, and if it's a family team, it draws in. Well, in retirement planning, too, those you got all that negative. You, you see the markets up, it's markets down. You know, we got all the crazy stuff going on. So we preach a lot of that for our clients. You know, this is a long run. You know, we're trying to mitigate all those valleys for you. Try to make the lows as little of a low as you right, can. Right, right, right. Make as those, less low as you can. That's right. right. We smooth that out as much as possible. But what do you think attributed you? I mean, you're so larger in life, and I heard you say before, too, even when you talk about work, you say, no, it's not a job. You talk yeah. about it being passionate about right. even whatever you do and it being a calling. Well, right, that's right. A, that's a big word, Which and that's a, right. a huge. And, and, and I tell people, like someone said, well, what if I'm working in the mailroom? Okay, that's, that you're still called to that. You don't know what you're being prepared for in that mail room for what's ahead of you. If you're starting there and you take it seriously and you're called to it and you do it to the utmost, then somewhere somebody's going to recognize that and say, hey, you, let me pull you up here. You know what I mean? So right. you can start even at that place and understand, yeah, I'm called to be in this mail room right now because that's the opportunity you have. And success right. only finds itself when opportunity and preparation comes together. At that apex, you have it. You go you go in here, you take that opportunity, and you work it hard, and somebody else will give you another opportunity. That's how it happens. That's it. Thank you so much for being on the show and sharing a little bit of Michael Irvin with the Art of Money Radio family. Thank you. I appreciate it, Michael. Well, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that, man. Keep helping those people understand the art of money. I love it. Thank you, Mike. All right. Now, if he doesn't fire you up about maybe going to the job <laughs> or at least finding something you're passionate about in retirement, I'm not sure what's going to fire you up. So, wow. He was inspiring on so many levels. But can we talk about when he came into the interview room, Art? Because... He actually stole part of your lunch. <laughs> yeah, he did. But I didn't mind at all. You know, I mean, shoot. Um, he was looking around and all the food that we had in there and he thought it was for him. So, so hey, he just I, grabbed your club sandwich and said, yeah, oh, I'm going to eat this. And I'm OK with that. You yeah. Know? You don't mess now, with him. <laughs> now, I had to start out our conversation, as you heard, you know, talking about the FSU-UM rivalry. Because, you know, he always broke our heart. He was kind of back there. And the funny thing was. He and Dion were going head to head, you know, because yeah. that, that was when Dion Sanders kind of put FSU on the map. And, you know, it was the game of the centuries that started with Michael Irvin and Dion at FSU and watching him talk about, you know, going head to head with Dion. And then later in his career, those two ended up together in Dallas. You yeah. Know? How amazing. And wow. How I mean, you can see why he's successful. Absolutely. You can see why that man 
is at such a high level. And boy, to be in that locker room, you can see why they would bring up the team. You know, mm-hmm. anybody that's around him, he's going to motivate you to be a better player. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. He's going to motivate you to be a better human being. Yes. And he just was so inspirational. And almost, you know, half the guys we interviewed were like that. You yeah. know, just it doesn't surprise me that these guys are at the tip top of success, you know, and just their mentality of life and their mentality of, you know, what to do to be successful. You can see there's a huge give back, you know, they, they give back all the time, but then they have huge mentality of, you know, do not think that where you are in life right now is the end road. You know, there's always opportunities ahead of you and, Make sure you're readying yourself to be ready for that next jump, you know, that next mm-hmm. phase in life, that next opportunity. And wow, what a powerful interview that he had. And just what a great personality because he sat and talked to us, you know, after the interview for a few minutes, too. And just yeah. his stories were phenomenal. Some great takeaways from Michael Irvin. And perhaps, you know, someone who's maybe struggling to find their purpose, whether it's in retirement or even earlier in their working careers. Share this episode with them. You can find us on your favorite podcast provider, including Apple Podcasts or Google Play. Or, of course, find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number a one. Today's show has been a work of art. 